This year, with a look at medals, Everett is the medal specialist at Gainesville, coined Everett, Happy New Year. It's good to have you with us, first and foremost. Uh, thank you. I want to begin with uh, the gold bowls and what they want to see to begin the year. I imagine a weak dollar is one of those things. Stimulus talks to continue into the Biden administration taking over and, well, efforts to continue that uh, uh, initiative. But also, I'd imagine they want to see some inflation, too, I would think, at some point. Yes, good morning, Ben. Happy New Year. Uh, the recent downturn for the dollar has been rather constructive for gold. And we've seen early in December, there was about a three-week liquidation in the gold market that was one of the biggest liquidations we've ever seen in the futures market. So that pushed a lot of the weak hands out of the gold trade right now. I think that gives us a lot of positive momentum in the short term. But as you look to some of the longer term macro factors, I think those are also moving in gold's direction. As you mentioned with inflation, uh, I think there's two components here that make the inflationary environment pretty good for gold. One is inflation expectations. You know, the expectation for higher prices often causes manufacturers and producers to preemptively mm. raise their prices in anticipation of, of inflation. So right now with an expectations moving higher, it sort of becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where we do see higher prices coming down the pike. That's good for gold. I like the other that. Side of Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. Go ahead. No problem. The other side of the inflation trade is where interest rates are. So even if we don't get a massive flood of inflation, because interest rates are so low, that drags real rates into negative territory. That makes cash and bonds less attractive than they would be, and that makes gold shine just a little bit brighter. All right, I'm trying to get my gold TNX chart. Here it is, if we could pull that up. I like that. Two really good points in terms of where things stand in terms of rates. Here you can see the TNX, the candles. You can see gold is in the purple line here. And then also, again, I do want to point out the weaker dollar fitting in all of this, as mentioned, stimulus. Let's talk a little bit about what could provide a little bit of a headwind for gold. It seems like it did lose some of its momentum to the upside. You mentioned the liquidation we saw in December, but this was tied to also some very good news related to vaccines and the distribution of and uh, well the approval of first and foremost in the distribution of we were talking about that at the top of the show here uh, this is definitely adding to the boost to the bid we've seen in the indices here you can see a few of the different products that traders have access to expressing their opinion in gold in terms of the big contract the mini the micro but talk to us about potential headwinds for this rally here Everett as far as uh, the vaccine where does that play in it so positive news for the vaccine and anything that really uh, speaks to the economy reopening and life going back to normal, all of that could put a bit of a drag on gold because it does reduce that fear trade. Mm -hmm. I think uh, another headwind could be if we get some meaningful rebound in the dollar. Um, look, the short position on the DXY right now is its largest uh, going back on record for about 15 years. So we could see some snap snapback strength from the dollar, especially if the rollout of the vaccine is seen as successful and we get more of worldwide opening up. But overall, I think looking forward, even in that sort of environment, even if we get some mild deflation, even if we don't get the inflation that I was mentioning everyone seems to be expecting, uh, the macro outlook for gold still remains strong. There's still really not a lot of progress on the trade front. So I think a lot of these hanging issues such as Brexit, those will all tend to assert themselves as the vaccine news becomes less of a ma major headline. But in the short term, sure, I do think that those headwinds exist. 
just as much for the other metals as for gold because in terms of copper, palladium, they're even more dependent on what's going on with the dollar and where inflation moves. Whereas that is a boost for gold, but gold does still tend to perform well even in a deflationary environment. All right, let's talk about a couple of those other metals because they're certainly uh, the metals that we focus on as far as the industrial discussion. If you're talking about the economy and things getting back to normal, which is, again, directly related to the uh, vaccine discussion and expectations, optimism tied to that. I mean, you've got silver up and through 27 again, which is a nice move. We're talking basically back to levels that we haven't seen since, well, if we could get up through this 2760 level back to levels we haven't seen since mid-September. But, you know, copper has been really the, the pillar of strength here. You tie it to the housing market and the, uh, some of the trends we've seen there. But I mean, these industrial metals continue to suggest the optimism that we are talking about, uh, that you've been discussing. And uh, again, really expectations that whether it's stimulus or, or there's more to come, essentially, Everett. Right. The housing market stimulus, the fact that the price of oil is rising, all of these have worked in favor of copper. And you do see that the uh, industrial side of the demand for metals like silver and platinum, they've been riding this high. They've been pulled higher by a lot of the uh, bullish expectations for copper. As you said, we're seeing our highest prices there since about 2013. But similar to the dollar, we have some pretty high uh, net speculative long positions. So I think that uh, copper will continue to kind of drive the boat in terms of the industrial metals. Um, one thing that platinum and silver have in their favor is that similar to gold, their demand mix includes not only some safe haven uh, demand, but also the jewelry market. So that's one area where silver and platinum, I think, have a little more upside. They could hold up well, whether it's an inflationary or sort of this disinflationary environment, whereas copper and palladium are much more tied to their specific industries. Copper, it's spread out over many palladium it really is dependent on the auto market those two metals i think are going to be very sensitive to what happens with the dollar so a lot of their strength can be explained by this weakness we've seen with the currency uh, but that does add some risk that again if we get a rebound in the dollar gold will hold up fine silver and platinum have that extra demand uh, to kind of boost them up whereas copper and palladium i'm a little more skeptical about <clears throat> i do think there are some short-term risks uh, in terms of seeing the dollar pull back their prices. Everett, one of the things we were talking um, about frequently throughout 2020 was the relationship, the ratio between gold uh, and silver and how it had been reached historically high levels. It, uh, can you talk to us about how closely watched will this be in the new year? I think it's going to be less important than it has been in the past, Ben, because we've made that meaningful recovery where silver is in more of a, a historically healthy range relative to gold. I think it does have more room to run. Um, we could see us get closer to that 50 to one range with silver, which if gold is trading around $2,000, that obviously pushes it up much closer to $40 an ounce for silver. Uh, obviously we have a lot more room to get there, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. Gold, uh, the gains are maybe a little bit more capped because we have already seen quite a bit of a run-up. Uh, but I don't think uh, silver has nearly reached its peak yet. And as I was explaining earlier, it kind of benefits both from what's going on in the industrial side <clears throat> and what's going on with gold in terms of being a precious metal. 
All right, silver, we've got our eye on the $29 level. Gold, we're watching 2089, essentially 2100, I, I like to think of it as. Let's talk real quick before we let you get on with your day, your week, uh, the beginning of your year. Let's talk a little bit about Bitcoin because I'm sure it's on the minds of uh, uh, traders. It's probably on the, your mind as well this morning, Everett. Where does it stand in this discussion as it rockets up and through 30,000? I mean, these are levels many people would have never expected. Absolutely, and I think part of that goes back to what we've been saying with the dollar. When people are looking for an alternative to fiat currencies, Bitcoin is near the top of the list. What's fascinating to me is as we've had this skyrocketing price as you described, there's more rumors about a Bitcoin ETF, about a lot more institutional players getting involved in the Bitcoin market. Although that seems to be a bullish development, it is sort of anathema to some of the true believers who have been in Bitcoin from the beginning, yeah. who have been holding Bitcoin all the way up on this ride to the new all-time highs. Uh, I think a lot of them, if they're being honest, they would admit, admit that they don't want to see uh, Wall Street and um, the, some of the old money get into Bitcoin as much because that sort of defeats one of its guiding principles mm. in that it is supposed to be an alternative to the normal kind of financial system, that it is a new system of accounting and currency. So I'm gonna be fascinated to see whether those original early adopters in Bitcoin stay along for the ride as Wall Street and money managers get more involved in this market. Uh, what the makeup is between those two groups of people in terms of uh, demand and holding Bitcoin could shake up that market quite a bit in some unexpected ways even as right now all the momentum seems to be to the upside. So I think that's something to keep our eye on as we go forward.